Today we are going to study Mary and the cross. This is a very unusual message because nobody knew Jesus as Mary knew. When she bore Jesus in her womb for 9 months, she brought forth Jesus and she knew very very well that Jesus is the son of God because she had not known any man in flesh and she knew Jesus is born by the holy spirit nobody was as sure as mary was that jesus christ is the son of god he's not my biological son he's the son of god not through flesh and blood not through the will of man but born of god mary knew this very well and the angel of god had spoken to her that you will conceive you'll have a child and the angel of god spoke to joseph also saying he'll redeem people from their sins and you'll call this child's name jesus which means emmanuel god with us this child's name will be called emmanuel god with us mary was so sure about who jesus was so her experience will be totally different with jesus with the crucified christ so since this happens to be a little lengthy message So I thought we will do this in two parts Mary and the crucified Christ Mary and the cross So I thought it is very important for us to know the qualities that are required to bring forth Jesus as Mary brought forth Jesus physically you and I are supposed to bring forth Jesus spiritually Are you following what I'm saying She brought forth Jesus physically we have to bring for jesus spiritually where we come to the place saying not i i don't live anymore christ lives in me and we present christ to the world we bring forth christ to the world we give people jesus today the problem in christianity is we are giving people doctrine we are giving people denomination we are giving people ministry and Sometimes we are giving people blessings anointing miracles but we need to give people Jesus when we give them Jesus their lives will be transformed the problem is many of us don't have Jesus in his fullness in our lives we have little Jesus, some of Jesus in us and that's what we give to people when peter and john were going to the temple they met that lame man on the way Peter said silver I don't have gold I don't have but such as I have give I thee I have Jesus and I give Jesus to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk and that man's ankles bones received strength he went walking and leaping and praising God Today the whole human kind is sitting like that lame man begging for God's mercy God's intervention to experience God's power and we are their only hope who have jesus in our lives with the fullness of jesus when we go to them and say silver i don't have gold i don't have but such as i have give i thee in the name of jesus rise up and walk somebody said today's preachers will say silver i have lot of gold i have lot of prosperity i have i have lot of worldly goods but i don't have what peter had i don't have that power i don't have the fullness of the holy spirit to raise you up that's why the lame are still lame the blind are still blind the crippled are still crippled the poor are still poor the suffering are still suffering because those days the money was at apostles feet today the money is in preachers and pastors fist 
when we get rid of love for money when we get rid of love for the world and we long for the fullness of jesus christ we will see god's power in our lives as never before churches will see god's power ministries will see god's power when jesus becomes the center and the supreme in our lives it's time we get rid of worldliness and love for the world and we get rid of selfishness from our lives the greatest need in this last days is for people who will bring forth jesus in whom christ will be formed and who will bring forth jesus how many of you will say i want to be one of those persons in the last days who will be filled with jesus and who wants to bring forth jesus and give jesus to the world to this dying world to the suffering people around me I have struggles inside me I fail so many times there's a battle going on in the inside of me but my passion is to know Jesus to become one with Jesus You know my greatest desire is that God will eliminate me God will eradicate me manohar will be gone it will be Christ living all in all Christ Paul had that experience he said not I but Christ I am crucified My old man is crucified my old nature is crucified my flesh nature is crucified we know this as theory but we don't know practically the old nature is still there but the old nature has to be crucified completely can you repeat this after me lift up your one hand please repeat this after me lord i want to know by experience i want to know by experience that my old life is crucified that my old life old nature self nature is crucified is dead i want to know this by experience that christ lives in me in all his fullness amen clap your hands and praise the lord Hallelujah hallelujah wonderful Jesus So I thought instead of straight away going and seeing Mary at the cross of Jesus we'll see few things in Mary's life because it will help us a lot So the first thing we are going to see today is the fourfold character of Mary the character of Mary How was her life Was this the reason that god picked her up to bring forth christ through her so we'll see the fourfold character of mary and then we will see the experience of mary with jesus during his lifetime not as a little child but what are one or two experiences are recorded in the scriptures that she had with jesus then third we'll see her experience at the cross so i know we can't complete this in one sitting so we'll just see one or two points and then we'll continue in the next session so the fourfold character of mary point number 1 mary was meek and lowly mary was very humble person she was such down to earth person some saint of god said god had to wait for hundreds of years to find a lowly virgin probably there were a lot of virgins in israel during those time but he had to look for a virgin who was so lowly and humble because she had to conceive bring forth the lowliest 
and the humblest, meekest person in the whole universe. Jesus said only one thing about himself. He said, learn of me. I am meek and lowly. To bring forth meek Lord, a meek vessel was needed. Lowly vessel. So humble. Therefore, in her song, Mary says, My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God most high. He who is mighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has considered the low state of his slave. She says, God considered the lowly state, the humility of his slave. Today also, God is looking at people who are lowly, who are humble so that he can come and dwell in them. He's a humble God. The most humblest person in this universe is God. And if you want to become friend of God, you want to become one with God, the entry point is lowliness. Outside lowliness and humility, there can never be union with God. You will not be compatible. <laughs> That's today's worship. You will not be compatible. God and you can never become one. God resisted the proud. Why brother, what happens when he sees a proud person? He is reminded of Satan. God resisted the proud. He gives grace to the humble. He is a humble God. The most down to earth person is God. The mystery of God is his lowliness. He is so humble. That's why he is accessible. That's why we can relate to him. We can come to him. Because God is humble. One saint of God said, He's so lowly, so humble, that's why he is invisible. I will pause so that you understand. God is so humble, so lowly, that's why he is invisible. He's so down to earth. He has no desire to be seen. How much we desire to be seen. Oh, I did it. Everybody should know I did it. I am the one. There is nobody like me. God is lowly. The mystery of God is he is lowly. And in that lowliness, he meets the need of every creature. Even the need of an ant is met because of the lowliness of God. It is his meekness and mercy. Look here everybody. It is his meekness. He's coming down, his lowliness and his mercy that meets your need. If you can understand these two things, meekness and mercy, you will start getting the knowledge of God. You will start making an entry into knowing God. You start becoming one with your creator. Lift up your one hand and say, meekness. And then with your other hand, lift up your hand and say, mercy. Meekness and mercy. Meekness and mercy. So God required a meek vessel. I feel if there was anybody else in the place of Mary, after angel Gabriel visited her and said, you will conceive, you will bring forth the son of God. The moment angel Gabriel is gone, this person would be out on the street. Woo! 
you know gabriel came to me you know i am going to become the mother of god the other day gabriel visited me we are starting a new ministry gabriel international if there is somebody else in the place of mary she would see that whole bangalore would come to know about this visitation she would see that everybody comes to know about it today you just go to some meetings sit and watch there how much boasting is done how much bragging is done about their own self about their ministry about what they are doing please listen anybody who boasts about himself has not yet known god he doesn't know jesus jesus is humble if somebody else was there they would have gone crazy in american language american version oh they would have gone nuts but look at mary she didn't do anything no broadcasting it no declaring it no testimony about it no some people boast in the form of testimony <laughs> some people reveal other people's secrets in the form of prayer request this person is having this problem i'm just telling you so that you'll pray for him mary was so humble so down to earth the second quality of mary mary knew the scriptures wow Mary knew the scriptures because when she starts praising the Lord magnifying God all the words that she uses are from the scriptures are from the life of Hannah so Mary knew the word of God the third thing Mary loved God so when the angel spoke to her she said be it unto me even as you have said she loved God she didn't care about what people will think about her the shame she has to go through the reproach she had to go through no she said be it unto me according to thy word she loved god she trusted god the fourth beautiful thing she had a servant's heart she had a heart to serve soon after gabriel visited her and said you will conceive you'll bring forth the son of god and then the angel said your cousin elizabeth who was barren is now pregnant 6 months that which is impossible with man is possible with god and after she heard the news from angel what did she do soon after the visitation the bible says she got up and went to elizabeth's house why did she go to elizabeth's house because she knew elizabeth was very old and after bearing for 6 months it will be difficult for her for the remaining 3 months so she went there to stay in elizabeth's house to take care of elizabeth and to serve elizabeth and to be under their spiritual leadership you saw the character of mary these are the basic characters required to bring forth christ if you want to bring forth jesus this is what you need need to be lowly person god dwells with the humble people second you need to know the scriptures you should love his word third you should love jesus and trust him and fourth have a servant's heart serve others be under right spiritual leadership amen can you clap your hands and praise the lord then we'll go to the next part of mary's experience 
her experience with jesus as jesus was growing not with baby jesus but as jesus was growing as it is recorded in the bible in the bible we'll see the first experience with jesus when jesus was 12 years old the bible says there was feast of passover and jesus along with his parents earthly parents and all the relatives they all went to jerusalem they went to the temple and jesus is there you all know this very well and mary and joseph forgot jesus or left jesus in the temple the bible says jesus tarried there and other side says mary and joseph assumed that jesus was with them who assumed that jesus was with them so they went along with all their relatives imagine they came to celebrate passover and the feast of unleavened bread nobody ever knew that jesus is the passover he's the passover lamb he's the one he's the center <laughs> nobody knew that and jesus was sitting with the doctors and lawyers and he was talking and suddenly mary and joseph realized oh where is jesus jesus is not here he's not in the company the bible says they come back mary and joseph both of them come back all the way back and it was on the third day they find jesus for 3 days jesus was not with them and they come searching looking for jesus and they see jesus in the temple did we ever think at least once where did jesus sleep those 3 days what did he eat who took care of him no record and nobody thinks about that and they come and they find jesus they say son where are you hi and your father we have been searching for you how could you do this to us don't you know i should be in my father's business when they take jesus what must have happened to mary at that time what must be going on in her right from his childhood days i have always had my eyes upon him but somehow now we came for this festival and with all relatives around with all the fun around somehow we lost focus on jesus somehow we missed him we forgot him we assumed we took it for granted that he is with us So after that experience what went on in Mary's heart Mary must have said though I brought him forth into this world though I have been taking care of him all these years I can never take it for granted that he is all the time with us I should see that we are with him I should see that our eyes are on him we cannot lose our focus on Jesus even for a fraction of second because he is always in the father's business he is in the center of god's will we cannot afford to lose jesus and what must jesus be thinking jesus must be thinking people bring me with them to the church and after the service they leave me in the church and go away in the festival in the joy and fun of festival they forgot me You know most of the time in adversaries our eyes are focused on Jesus but in prosperity our eyes are not on Jesus In difficult times eyes are on Jesus but when joy comes celebration comes we 
tend natural tendency we tend to take off our focus from Jesus you may be in the ministry god must have used you even god must have used you to bring forth jesus in some places to perform miracles but is your focus on jesus all the time all the time are you looking to jesus is there anybody here you lost jesus somewhere you left jesus somewhere and you have been continuing 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 in ministry assuming that jesus is with you This is what happened to Samson. Samson assumed that God was with him. And when the Philistines came and cut his hair also, he got up and the Bible says he shook himself and didn't know that God had left him. The most tragic time in a person's life is when he doesn't even come to know that the presence of God has left him. That's the saddest thing that can happen in anybody's life. Do you know that is the saddest verse in the Bible? Saddest verse. There are two saddest verses in the Bible. One about Samson. Samson didn't know God had left him. Second saddest verse in the Bible. Cain, Cain and Abel. Cain went out of the presence of the Lord. He walked out of God's presence. What do you think is there for you when you walk out of God's presence? What is there outside God's presence? Death and destruction. Samson didn't know. Oh, you should study the life of Samson. Anytime enemies come, he would get up. When a young lion came roaring, Samson roared. <laughs> the spirit of the Lord on the inside of him rose. The spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. He tore that young lion into pieces. Every time enemies came, Samson got up. He shook himself and he destroyed the enemies. But now in the lap of Delilah, his hair was cut. He lost the power of God. As usual, he got up, shook himself. Didn't know God had left him. So many preachers, pastors have no idea God has already departed from them, left them. no presence of god they assume presence of god is there some people tell me oh brother but still healings will take place still miracles will take place some things happen you know what do i call such people have you seen a perfume bottle even after all the perfume is gone still for some time the smell is there perfume is not there perfume is over but for some time the smell is there there are a lot of preachers today mark my words listen to this there are a lot of preachers there are a lot of pastors today in our nation all over the world god has gone from them anointing is gone presence of god is gone only that perfume is there past presence influence is there and they are surviving only on that influence never lose god's presence in your life every day check up one thing is jesus with you amen every morning just see one thing is his presence with you don't leave your house till he comes with you don't go to your office till jesus is with you go out of your house being full of the holy spirit all the time just check one thing god's presence his presence is with you not general presence manifested presence And if there is anybody here 
you feel you lost the presence of god in your life today we will pray for you that god will restore his presence to you oh we will pray that god will give you back his presence how do i get back brother the presence of god very simple just recollect where you left jesus recollect where you left him go back go back to the same place maybe you left him when you got into some wrong relationship go back cut that relationship maybe you lost jesus when you started making money in a wrong way go back to that place set things right mary and joseph had to go back all the way it was a painful journey but the joyful thing was they found jesus today if you have ears then hear what the spirit of the lord is saying even those who are watching us live to every preacher and pastor go back to the place where you lost jesus go back go back to the place where you left jesus i feel this is a call for many people i feel this message is not only for people who are sitting here but this word is going to go all over the world and if you are listening to this message the message is go back to the place where you lost jesus you left jesus and you'll find him there and then i want to tell you one thing he is waiting for you he is waiting for you maybe it's one year two years three years go back go back to jesus there is no point in serving the lord without the presence of god there is only one thing that makes you different then others is the presence of god there is only one thing that makes israel different than all other countries it is the presence of god do you have god's presence with you some of you take it for granted so much that you keep sinning again and again again and again oh god is with us god is with us and one fine day suddenly you'll find he is not there his presence is gone before that happens get back get back to the presence of god and you will get double blessing for all the trouble you know it is sad that some people lose him in the temple some people lose him in the ministry some people lose him in the work of the lord while doing god's work they lose god and they leave him and go away get back to jesus oh thank you lord let's go ahead quickly point number 2 another experience of jesus this is another feast and it is the wedding feast at the wedding of cana <laughs> jesus and his disciples are invited and then the mother of jesus comes mary goes to jesus and says they are running short of wine human life is getting over <laughs> they are running short of wine natural wine jesus says what have i got to do my time has not yet come mary didn't know the timings of god my time has not yet come do you know something god is not before time god is not after time god is in time that is his time and that has to be our time <laughs> god is always in time what jesus was saying was do you want me to intervene do you want me to step in right now she told the servants do what he tells you and jesus stepped in nobody had an idea nobody even mary didn't know that he came to intervene to step in between god and dying mankind 
and here he steps in between the need the lack of wine the miracle and the people he steps in and he does a miracle he meets their need his main purpose is to step in he stepped in right in between the dying mankind and the living god he stepped in and got a miracle he restored mankind today i just feel like saying while i was preparing this message i said what are you going to do lord a word came into my spirit anybody here who is in need of divine intervention jesus is going to step in anybody here in need of a miracle in need of some divine intervention the lord who stepped in between that need and the people between your failure and you god is going to step in maybe between you and your visa between you and your job somewhere wherever you are struggling between you and your financial breakthrough between you and your lack jesus is going to step in mary knew oh he has stepped in but mary had no idea that one day he is going to step in and that will be on the cross to reconcile god and man and then we'll see the third thing and we will close quickly the third thing one day jesus is busy teaching to the crowd and suddenly outside his mother and his brothers come and the people say your mother and your brother they are calling you they are seeking you and jesus points his finger to the people who are there he said who is my mother who is my brother these people who do the will of god he considered people who do the will of god more than his earthly relationship mary came to know something mary came to know i am a person who only brought forth jesus but what jesus considers higher is those who do the will of god you may bring forth jesus you may be a blessing you may do so many things but are you doing the will of god in your life we may be a blessing to others but are you doing god's will and one day a lady saw jesus as he was passing by she said oh blessed is the womb that bore you and the woman who nursed you and jesus turns around and says rather more blessed are they those who hear my words and do them more blessed are they those who hear the word of god and do it you may bring forth jesus god may use you for miracles god may use you for healing god may make you a blessing to others but the question is are you hearing god's word and doing it that is final are you obeying the word of god amen can we clap our hands and praise the lord oh thank you jesus and then coming sunday we will see mary her experience as she was standing at the cross of jesus christ what was going on in her mind with this background it will be easy for you to understand her experience at the cross so as we are closing today's message just want to stress on one thing it is more blessed to hear the word of god and do it imagine people said blessed is the womb that brought you into this world blessed is that woman who nourished you everybody says yeah so beautiful but jesus says no 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 more blessed rather more blessed 
are they who hear my word and do them those who hear god's word and obey god's word jesus calls them blessed for jesus that is important for people oh mary is important today also for many people mary is important but for jesus those who hear the word of god and do the word of god they are important what a beautiful message today the whole world is somewhere caught up in this thing oh mary is very important yeah though she may be blessed though she might have been used to bring jesus but in the eyes of jesus those who hear god's word and do god's word they are more important so let us become people who will become the hearers and doers of the word of god every sunday you hear messages after messages but don't allow these messages to just go away become the doers of god's word amen come let's praise him thank you jesus